<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Hard Side Chats, everybody. Sit no. by the fire. Sad. We do whatever we want. Yeah, you kick up, yeah. you kick up your feet yeah. near the fire. You get toasty. I'll make s'mores. Yeah. I'll make cocktail wieners. Mm. Okay. Cocktail yes. wieners. Cocktail wieners. Like Weenie me. <laughs> Weenie me. Let's heat up some weenies. That's right. We are your weenies. Uh, Brian Murphy, Caldwell Tanner, Emily Axford, and of course, Jake Hurwitz. Howdy, hey. It's He's been here. a minute since we've answered your questions that weren't D&D court cases. So we yeah. thought we'd, you know, kick off our shoes, sit by the fire, answer some of your burning questions. That's right. The wow. moon is full uh, our weenies are plump, uh, and my mind is ready. <laughs> Dude, our weenies are so Murph already plump. introduced the episode. <laughs> he he introduced had to say it. that our weenies are we plump. We could have started. Jake. We could have started. I was ready <laughs> to take to. it away. Murph introduced the moon I go full. Full. Yeah, yeah, plump. The, the moon being full and our weenies being plump is just like, is a full moon we're fucking horny. Yeah. <laughs> I just need you to see like the, the moonlight reflecting off of these turgid off of weenies. These fucking half chub. <laughs> That I'm ready to howl. Chubbed wieners. <laughs> Moonlight hitting a chubbed wiener. Okay. Well, let's kick it off with a little man I think of as Salt of the Murph. Oh! Whoa. This question comes from Liz. How do you decide on slash balance the magic items you give your players? Oh, Ooh. that's interesting. Well, in campaign one, I didn't know how to do it. So you guys just got really good stuff. Yeah. But I would say just trial and error. The most broken thing I gave to you guys, which um, we've talked about before, was the duddle egg that gave you a long rest by just eating it, mm. which oh. I thought was just going to be you guys pop it right away. And yeah. that allows me to continue the story without you guys doing a long rest. But instead, you just hung on to them <laughs> and then used them uh, whenever you wanted to. Yeah. How so many did we have? You just had three. You had one each, mm -hmm. but I think like literally you guys just didn't sleep that one night and yeah. just hung on to them and were fine. So the mm -hmm. eggs were super old when we ate them too. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I could have I could have made it so they went eggs. bad. They could have <laughs> yeah. just only been good for like a couple hours or something mm -hmm. like that, but I fucked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think the answer is to fuck up. Right. And uh -huh. then to once you have a better kind of understanding of the game then what you end up doing is kind of working off of things that already exist like you're like oh this will have a charge of this spell that maybe the character might be able to do anyway mm -hmm. like something like uh Callie's Luck Blade is uh, obviously homebrewed off the Luck Blade that's in the DM's guide. It but doesn't have a witch spell. you remove the once a day wish you spell. remove the once yeah. a day wish spell. Which I am so curious in yeah. what campaign that makes any sense. I feel like it could work in this campaign. It'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> like Just wish for Calder to come back. Once a day wish, wish spell? Yeah, wish for the egg. What is yeah. going on in your campaign that, that you 
have a once a day wish spell and that doesn't solve everything. I guess it could just be like time. an right. end game item. The weird thing yeah. about it though is I think it's it's only a plus one or a plus is it a plus two? Is yours a plus, plus two? One, plus one. So it's so a plus one sword. Like plus one to hit and but I could wish you dead. <laughs> I yeah. could wish it was a plus ten sword. <laughs> right, every day. <laughs> I believe the wording of wish is that it's up to the DM's discretion, but they do mm. give you specific things that it does. So it doesn't necessarily mean you can okay. just wish for anything. But it I is see, like yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. You I can wish I've for a certain amount of money you could basically just have an infinite amount of money just <laughs> right. wish for a bunch of gold every and day name and a problem money doesn't solve folks yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. well put sir you look so truth. sad jake <laughs> <laughs> no i'm really trying to figure out what problem money doesn't solve. <laughs> um but uh yeah i think um uh kind of taking things and and so like off of that right so we had the luck blade mm-hmm. lost the wish but made it a rapier so it has mm-hmm. uh it's a d8 instead of a d6 and it has like the finesse thing so mm-hmm. you can you can use two-handed weapons mm-hmm. um and then uh, i think it gave you the fine steed thing or maybe you got that as a boon from the um that was a boon. Oh, yeah. but basically just mm-hmm. like work off what's there and kind of take what you need and mix and match it's yeah. like a Lego set, but you can build it however you want. Sweet. Something I feel like you're really good at is like noticing. It, this works especially well for like a three-person party. You're really good at like noticing our deficiencies. Yeah. And like where we like need help or need work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll like give us like an item or a boon to like uh, counteract that a little bit. Like right. you gave Saul like an extra D8 of poison damage. We had like the amulet in campaign one because like it just helps, you know, like to have like a little extra healing energy. Yeah. You uh, you make our weenies plump. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You really do pump up our weenies. Yeah. You pump my weenie. You pump my weenie. You pump my weenie, man. Yeah. Weenie. Here's the thing. We should make Valentine's Day cards. Yes. <laughs> Murph, we plump when you cook us. Oh, and they could be like little balloons you could blow up. Oh, okay. little Oscar Mayer balloon. So you can't, yeah. You okay, can't cool. Them. All right, so let's file that away for next year. <laughs> um, and we'll step on over to Miss Emily Waxford. Wow. Wax Wax Poetic with Waxford. Wow. Weenies full, our weenies are plump. Waxing like my weenie. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, I couldn't weaning. have. I couldn't have planned that. These weenies ain't, ain't weaning. <laughs> oh shit! It's a crescent weenie. <laughs> um, all right. Normal real human asks question for Emily. I'm a martial man, but you have done some amazing spellcasters. What class or multi-class should I start with for my first full caster experience in a first long campaign? Caster. I'd also like to thank them real quick. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. You. Thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. First full caster. I mean, I'll open that up to the group. What do you think, Jake? What? How is your experience because you're more of a martial guy but then you played bard for mm-hmm. um hot boy summer yeah i've never played any other full caster but mm-hmm. i did feel like bard it felt martial adjacent enough yeah. it felt like i could get yeah. in the mix still i think that bard actually might be a good suggestion because you have a lot of non-spell utility but also you're limited you're only choosing like even with calliope my spell list for bard is small Mm. And so, like, it really does give you a chance to hone in, focus on some spells. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. so it's much if, more manageable. Yeah, so, like, if you're a cleric or druid, you're stalking your spells every day. And oh. if you're feeling intimidated by spellcasting, that might end up mm-hmm. being less fun. Yeah. yeah. But bard or sorcerer, you have a small little list of spells. You're going to get to know those Oh, babies. that is yeah. interesting. Like, sorcerer over wizard oh. if you're uh, intimidated by right. the amount yeah. of spells yeah. you might have bard to... Bard is also... But, just, it's, but, yeah. fu- it, it's fun just to, like... I feel like, you know, playing fighters i'm always needing to boost my strength connor mm-hmm. decks and then like with bard i remember like i would i played tread like such a jackass that uh-huh. i was always surprised like oh 
I'm really high persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm charming. That huh? dumb thing I just said <laughs> made it work. Yeah. And also, like, Bard, I think you're a D8, which is like a little less like squishy than I think mm. sorcerers are D6, sorcerers and wizards are D6. So wow. it's like you have a little bit better hit points. Yeah. Uh, you might, I don't know if Bards have, but like they have more stuff that it might be a better entry yeah. to mm. spell casting. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing, Warlock, too, like Onyx. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Warlock is pretty limited. Onyx does so much fun. Yeah, what is damage. what is the name of that subclass again? Hexblade. 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 Yeah. So good. yeah. Like if what you like about your martial classes is your damage output, yeah. then a hundred percent do the onyx, yeah. and yeah. you'll still get your spells. Uh -huh. It's great. Yeah. It's really college great. of swords bard hexblade warlock. Those yeah. are kind of nice melee crossovers. But if you're feeling intimidated by spells, then Bladesinger, like with wizards, you have a lot more spells to be looking right. through. But Bladesinger would be like, if you're like, well, cool, but I want two attacks by sixth level, then Bladesinger, you can mm. still like have good decks and be attacking twice. That is very cool. Yeah. yeah. That's All right. nice. Sweet. That's so cool. answered. Um, Let's move on over and call on Caldwell. <laughs> this question actually. My bun is open. Whoa. Uh, this question comes Buns. from Emily, but not this one. Yeah, but it might also come from Hold me. Hold on. There's I not, wait, there's another too. Emily? If you can believe this it. This is fucked up. I guarantee they're cool. Every Emily is cool. Go on. Yeah. Uh, my question is for everyone, but especially Caldwell, since okay. he switched subclasses recently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Mechanically, what has changed about how you play your character since the start of the campaign? Did anything about your class? surprise you or classes surprise you uh, as you played them more well i guess like saul like his in, the initial arc for saul was kind of like about like realizing his entire life was a lie right uh and now i feel like you know he had like a switch from that like there was this moment where we were in the beast lands where he like kind of like learned a little more about like the origin of his abilities and that kind of set me on like a new path and I, I feel like at that point like from that point i was like maybe i want to switch subclasses maybe i want something that feels like a little more um a little less like magical and a little more like inherent yeah uh, and i was kind of like on the hunt for that and then i think that moment when uh like shroom rot fell in battle and then like i got like the mushroom boon it, that really kind of solidified like that change i feel like it always like happens with like a sea change and like i'm always on the lookout and i feel like Emily and Jake maybe as well like you 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 feel the same way when you're like trying to figure out like what to do with a character you kind of like wait mm -hmm. on something you have like an idea like brewing in your head and then mm -hmm. you like kind of like wait to seize the moment and for me that's what it was is like I got those like shrooms I knew that we were like going into like a different mode when we were like looking for Calder and I'm like this seems like the perfect moment to like switch things up yeah mm -hmm. I wonder I feel like it's because you're such a visual person mm -hmm. I feel like I'm I'm more noticed like when your like your characters are changing outfits it feels like there's there's something happening in your brain yeah I mean like I don't know I, I've I've talked about this on like streams and stuff and I just like I always I have to picture everything kind of like through like an animated lens right like the way your gauntlets have changed every, yeah it feels like yeah. every like 10 episodes there's like something new happening with your with yeah. your frog yeah <laughs> I love to customize my frog <laughs> your turgid frog you're your frog man <laughs> we do the frog remains I, plump I feel like we all probably visualize the show in different ways because mm -hmm. I've got like video game brain mm -hmm. and uh -huh. Caldwell's got animation brain I have, you, action, I have action you're movie thinking brain. Like action. I have action movie brain okay so you guys are thinking like I have action people. movie and Naruto oh, okay. so you're thinking too. anime a little bit yeah right oh I'm definitely thinking anime as well yeah so that's, that's where the ley lines cross I'm thinking like PlayStation 1 RPG Oh, oh wow! Yeah, wow. I can I can picture a low poly soul. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Oh man, like the textures are so crunchy. 
If somebody knows how to make graphics, please do that for yeah, me. Yeah, make us <laughs> a cool uh, Final Fantasy VII looking thing. Yeah. yeah. I, can you make our video game for us? Because that's <laughs> super hard. <laughs> Um, all right, let's come around the table to me, and I will go ahead, Jake, my day. Wow. <laughs> Lila R. Ember writes, what subclass of fighter does Jake think about for a possible campaign for? Mm. Um, I'm going to assume that is no shade, because I just unabashedly love a fighter. If there yeah. is shade, then I disagree with it. Yeah. I love I'm going to assume best intentions. Mm-hmm. I and bet it is that. I have played a lot of fighter subclasses, love them all, but yeah. I also just like, I would be into looking at other martial classes. Mm. Yeah. Like I played Jivlin in campaign, like I played a barbarian, mm-hmm. but I, I, Jivlin was maybe, I'm he not just, sure what he level a zealot he was. barbarian, yeah, z- and I think like you still didn't really, you didn't really have like a hold on the barbarian class De- at that time because it was kind on, of a surprise. Yeah, definitely. No idea what I was doing. I think I, I think I like forgot to rage. I, <laughs> I was like, this guy doesn't do that much damage. And I realized I just wasn't rolling a decent. And I think zealot barbarians do like the most damage. I think they're like the best barbarian. I think, well, I think part of it is too, like when you just dip in and you like play a class for like a small arc or something, I didn't really like level up with him. I feel like playing Mm. something from the beginning to the end, I could really dig into barbarian and and like, so you're curious about barbarian. Interesting. I'm interested in the barbarian. I like that. I'm interested in the barbarian. Yeah, that over, I'm trying to think what we haven't had. Yeah. Because we've had paladins, we've had bards, we've had monks now. Mm-hmm. Fia did like a dip into war cleric, but we really haven't had like a proper mm, yeah. cleric. Yeah, that's true. We thing. haven't had like a proper cleric. Mm-hmm. Have we had a rogue? Rundown Johnny no. was a rogue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, we, and that was great. Rogue-ish. But again, it's like I played him for like two or three episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. same, so like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, leveling up with a rogue I think would be super fun. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, could yeah. get in, I could get into that. But my action movie brain is like, I want to be the hero. Yeah. I don't want to be like yeah. the sneaky guy. Yeah, you yeah. want to have a sword and be out there swinging it does a part of you want to like circumnavigate the subclasses and just like collect them all yeah i think i I think part of me does (laughs) (laughs) i do think part of me i like that all right let's check out a crew query wow this one comes from nick n Caldwell, Emily, and Jake. So I guess not a full, full crew. Hey. Oh no, no, there, there's <laughs> one for one you out. too. What was your favorite? What was your favorite twist or big lore moment that Murph plotted that totally caught you off guard? Murph, what was your favorite move from each PC that took you by surprise wow. slash made you change up your plans? Um, just the reveal that Glenn was a crick elf was really awesome, mm-hmm. oh, and the reveal of Bev being or of uh of the what was his name the the dragon oh big bev big bev being yeah. beverly papa mishka yeah. mm-hmm. something or other yeah for me, it was big it was big bev for yeah. me also. yeah i feel like as far as just like volume of the yelp i made when you revealed that that's got to be it for me as well yeah <laughs> but honestly like the Saul stuff was like a very fun reveal as well because i was like i you know kind of designed that character so that there was like a lot of open-ended stuff around like where they came from. That's the fun thing about having a character who's an orphan. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like the stall clone stuff was like a huge fun thing for me as well. Yeah. Also, uh, the, the Oberon stuff and like oh, him yeah. killing Callie's mother, but like, Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like bringing We're like her kind of on his way. side, but like, yeah, it was, yeah. it was very, it was, a, that was like a heavy scene that I enjoyed a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm having, I mean, yeah, been, even there, going into that kind of mythical, Ter- terrain with Oberon felt really new to me because I don't know it just felt very mythical I think I've said that before but I wasn't expecting that yeah so then when it went there I was like oh what a fun tone that we haven't really hit so much yeah mm-hmm. 
Um, I feel like, I mean, I love anytime you guys throw kind of like a wrench into my plans. I sort of love it. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought, I mean, we brought up like Rundown Johnny and stuff before. Mm -hmm. So even going back to like Eldermorn of like, that was such a fun arc of, I had this dude in the Coliseum was like supposed to be executed. And then Fia jumps in and saves him with a dimension door. And then you guys manage to not get grabbed and are able to just kind of like hide out. Right. And then that led to this whole fun thing where like you guys were split up yeah. and we played new characters yeah. and we got yeah. to see Chrissy and run down Johnny. Yeah. And, that was a lot of fun. And especially Billy. Yeah. That was like pandemic playing remote us just like, you know, not really getting to like interact with each other and yeah. it like injected a lot of life into that campaign I think mm-hmm. that yeah. I just got to like go up and be like alright new character yeah. 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 yeah and also you guys um, I'm more recent in campaign 3 uh, recruiting Princess Shiverblight oh yeah. super <laughs> funny yeah. god yeah that was great yeah and using like all three I think I said there was like three sending scrolls or something used all three um, <laughs> Princess Shiverblight drunk dial but just the way that yeah that like all worked out with her chasing down uh, the king and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. is really cool. And um, you guys like hard ones backstory coming out in that very organic way of you guys getting in that like little argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just you know uh, I just love it when things are organic. Oh yeah, God yeah. The reveal of like why hard one is on the mortal plane again that was huge. Yeah. That gave me chills. So yeah. I got chills when I read the email from Murph. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's sick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Chills from an email. The man is a master. <laughs> oh, that's, I mean, that's Chugged another. Chugged from an email. That's another moment <laughs> is, is like you guys not giving up that crown because I. Yeah, I mean, that's un, that, that, that definitely hell. derailed. Yeah. That derailed. Yeah, that derailed. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I told, I, I don't know if I had, uh, if I had said this um, on mic yet, but my plan for it was for the crown to, for Glenn to steal it and then try to go to the Fey Wild to like Whoa. recruit people, essentially. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Like wow. use the power of Ultras to get like giants on his side, but also like Fey. Like so we, Fey theoretically, we would have maybe stuff. had to chase him to the Fey would He would have right? been like that a been big bad thing. that would have come later. Interesting. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Like think about it. You had two options. You've got like Hard One comes back or Blue Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either one is possible. All right, another crew query. Micah E writes. Is that crew with a Q, by the way? Uh, yes. Can I see your laptop? No. Q are you? <laughs> um, I but I did write query uh, with a C. <laughs> Micah E writes. Hey folks, revisiting the Crick in C three has been really fun. But if given the chance, is there any specific combat location from C one you'd also like to fight in as the C three characters, like the Tower of the Watchmen or the University in Glade Home? Oh, oh. Glade Home. Was- was always my favorite the mage madness i would yeah. love to do mage madness with our characters now mm. yeah. yeah i mean gladeholm's in the astral plane now so yeah. there's definitely reason for characters to visit there mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. yeah but specifically i want to do mage you madness. specifically yeah, want to do want to participate like there's non-corrupted mage madness in theory they make they do the mage madness every year right isn't it a wizard tournament yeah so yeah. our characters could go and go. <laughs> go to space. Space. Yeah. hey none of us are wizards but uh, <laughs> we are rich. <laughs> yeah. 
I think we're not sure what money means. <laughs> <laughs> We've been saving. We, we have quite. Yeah. <laughs> we have maybe a year's salary. We're not sure. <laughs> I, I think Frostwind will be cool too. Definitely. Oh my back god. To Frostwind. Yeah, that's gonna be such a different vibe for Frostwind. I love that. I was talking about how a video game brain love mm-hmm. love the snow town in any RPG. Yeah, yeah. love the snow level. Mm-hmm. And I've always liked the like the water level, the beach town. Oh, so I, I want to yeah. go back to Smuggler's Bounty as well. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I want to see like specifically because you said there's something going on with like Cragwater beneath uh, Galateron, oh yeah right? there is Cragwater's kind of back mm-hmm. the Cragwater's Crag is back, back. Hey, Crag's Crag back, back everybody Crag's there's also uh, Osmodius which you guys didn't really get to see last time yeah very yeah. excited to check that out because you guys are on that side of the world now where it's mm-hmm. like you guys never really got to Iron Deep you never really got to Osmodius it just mm-hmm. was like a kind of yeah. place where you guys fought Akarat at one point what about the One Hells would we the one would characters go there? Is that possible? Know. Maybe at some point. Did Pendergreens release like a zine about like the changes? <laughs> well, I think it's because like, the Dusk Mother took over Hell right, and it became right, the right. Ruby, Ruby Dawn. Dawn. Right. So Pendergreens probably is keeping a low profile. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. All right. That's that's so much more epic. The Dusk Mother making the Ruby Dawn rather yeah, than uh, Pendergreens both flex. <laughs> then I want to see the Ruby Dawn. That yeah. yeah. Awesome. I think Pender, Pendergreens still calls it the One Hells, but right. it's technically name that's like is a it kind of like a shadow felly hell now we'll have to see yeah okay. ruby dawn it, if it's hell i still want to visit yeah. yeah i feel like the one hells is what pendergreens calls his apartment down there yeah, <laughs> yeah. welcome <laughs> and actually, this is this is apropos for the next question for salt of the murph um <laughs> josh is asking are there any other continents on bohemia besides the main one we know from campaign one and three in frost oh my god you don't have to answer yeah you don't have to answer i don't have Excuse to answer me? this uh, RDM does not have to answer that. <laughs> his, we- his weenie just shriveled. <laughs> How my dare weenie, you? My weenie's no longer plump. Uh, yeah, there's... um. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got uh, Main Continent, which is like all the way to the west is like uh, Osmodia and where Glade Home was and like mm-hmm. Hill Home and stuff like that. All the way to the east is like the ruins of Galateron and Cragwater and stuff like that. Then to the north, you've got Frostwind and the Frigid North and everything. Now... To the south, there is um, a small continent that's like that's an island that um, has this city called Marengate. Yeah, that Ooh. is oh, Callie's yeah. dealt with it. Mm-hmm. That there's um, uh, it's the trade between the Feywild and the material. Yeah, plane. so there's sea elves down yeah. there Ooh. who work with the Feywild to like um, you know a bunch of people live there, people that, that want to live sick. on the material plane, and then also Callie was involved with smuggling down there. Oh. Yeah. We yeah. very much need to go there. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of Callie, let's see if uh, Emily will wax poetic for us. With <laughs> Emily Waxford. <laughs> Hannah G writes: Are there plans for a continuation of Hot Boy Summer, aka Multiverse of Madness? You don't have to answer. Um. She does no, not have to answer that. <laughs> I do. I do not have to answer. I do have a plan. Obviously, we have some scheduling stuff coming up, so. I have a dream of maybe doing an October takeover, but Murph and I haven't really talked about it. We haven't figured out if the schedules would align. I think it'll time out nicely given Mm. what we what we kind of have recorded and what we've got coming up. Sweet. Yeah. But if I do an October takeover, you fuckers can't complain about it. (laughs) (laughs) Why would they complain about it? They're asking about it. Why would they complain about it? 
we're over here, our dog's plump as hell, and you're trying to shrivel our dogs. Don't shrivel our dogs. You're trying to shrivel our not, dogs. Not in October. Uh-uh. Not, don't shrivel our spooky it's, October what, are, are you thinking it would be like a little bit, a bit of a spooky arc? I, I would like, yes, I, I like spooky stuff, and it feels like a chance to a haunted get a hayride, little right? spooky. Whoa. Would this Guaranteed be... haunted hayride? Jinx, I told you that in privacy. <laughs> she doesn't have to answer. She doesn't have to answer. She doesn't have to answer. You don't just... understand. I'm going to be able to drag out a hayride for four episodes. <laughs> just with, a... with these guys, you probably Ima- Ima- Imagining Maverick's crew dealing with like a haunted house or something is so funny. <laughs> of everyone pretending like they're not scared, but being so scared. Yeah. We're going to punch so many holes in walls. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck do you guys think is going on in here? Right. They're not allowed to touch us, right? Yeah. Yeah. See that girl with the wet hair? No. What the fuck is that? Dude, shut up. I can't see her. What are you talking about? I think she's into me. It's too dark. I'm scared. <laughs> we're, we're still in the parking lot. I'm going <laughs> to... Dave just... <laughs> Dave just like breaks someone's arm from throwing a frisbee at him. <laughs> the guy comes at him with a chainsaw and he just <laughs> absolutely decks him. Oh my god. Um, okay, let's call on Caldwell here. Welsh Lander ring, asks ring. a question for Caldwell. I never caught it on my first listen, but while listening to C3 and everything in between, you mentioned teaching chickens to count. And then there's talk of horses being able to count in the yeah. Dungeon Court Live. Any other animals that can be taught to count? <laughs> And okay. how do you, and how do you come about this sort of information? Well, I think you just got rasped. <laughs> I think he's genuinely no, curious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Welsh Lander the answer they deserve. Well, snakes obviously can't count because they're just a one. I mean, they could count to one and zero, so the snakes can learn binary. Okay, you heard that here first. Um, I think I it's like, like any anything really anything with a hoof, they can go ahead and count because they're okay. they're like knocking on it. <laughs> I can go ahead and count. count for the first time. Goats I think I count. don't believe your animal facts. <laughs> I Goats normally do. What? Goats can count. Goats can absolutely count, but they're ornery, so they might not. They count private. Yeah. Wait, okay, they count that's animals are like the Rugrats with counting. Mm. Oh, yeah, so instead of talking, they, as soon as yeah. mom and dad leave, they count. As soon as count. the farmer goes back There's into a, the, the, the farmhouse. Yeah. What about the goats birds? Are counting. Yeah. Can birds? birds count? I mean, some birds can learn to speak, so absolutely they can learn to count. Whoa. Uh, yeah, you could teach a parrot to count to 10. Right, but does it know that it's counting? I think so. Can a bird do pre? Can a bird do pre-calc? <laughs> can a bird do pre-calc? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they could grip the pin. Is the thing. Oh, that's, that's the problem. They would just have that's to peck a, a TI-83. Could, yeah, they could yeah a if they could peck a TI-83, I think you'd have to like you'd have to put like little pieces of seeds. Ah. Uh, again, though, do they know what they're putting it. into the TI-83? Literally, a bird could use a TI-83, but would it know that it was finding yeah. sign? Yeah, oh, it's just looking for kernels of corn that are on the numbers. I think like it would start off. They'd uh-huh. be looking for the corn. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Eventually, they'd be like, "What have I been pecking at?" And so they'd like look over. Yeah. They'd start looking yes, at all yes, the graphs yeah. and yeah. whatnot. Because like some birds, African grays, those yeah. fuckers will live for a long time. They can time. learn like seven hundred to a thousand words. Yeah, they can feel the loss of a loved one. So, well, like I absolutely think they can find the hypotenuse uh, of the triangle. You can count the days that you didn't have them. Exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so they can count. <laughs> Thirty days since Sue passed, <laughs> <laughs> and you can count on them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if birds can count, but you can count on them. I think that was <laughs> this was a really informative. Thank yeah, you, thank Paul you. Watch, well, that was to, awesome, dude. I, I wanted thank to you watch everyone's for brain wieners too. <laughs> yeah, my brain Our brain wieners are plump. <laughs> yeah, it's it's engorged for sure. Yeah, yeah. just electrons uh, and water full of that. 
<laughs> okay, go ahead, Jake. My day. Why not? Timmy S says uh, for Jake. Spoiler: Did you have any other character ideas before having Ooh. the plan to play Hard One again? Ooh. Oh yeah, I think you I were going to play Beverly, right? Yeah, I was coming. I was going to come back as Beverly. That would have made that would have made sense. <laughs> I think I mentioned. I feel like I mentioned this, but I was like looking at Rogue, and I already mentioned Rogue now. Yeah. So I guess I'm obviously fascinated by yeah. Rogue. But I was like. That was one of the classes that I went with my phone to my bed, trying to like, you know, process not oh, being man. able to play Calder. I was yeah. like, maybe I can get happy about a, a, a character coming up. That's interesting that you keep circling around Rogue, but yeah. you also are like, I don't think I would actually enjoy it because I personally fucking love sneaking around. However, I don't actually enjoy playing a Rogue. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's I guess like the damage output of Rogue yeah, is like enticing is. to me, but then mm-hmm. there's so many mechanics that you have to keep track of to like be able to deal your max damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I usually only get the one attack too yeah it's a oh, lot of, i find them yeah. yeah i mean but they have the they have the thing going for them that bards do right where they get like really decent proficiencies mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so you can be really handy outside of battle yeah true and it would have been too it would have been too exactly like glenn but i was also super in love with his build with yeah. the the sharpshooter oh, yeah. it was just oh, so that would have been cool yeah. honestly yeah, yeah kind of sick but then like it would have we just saw like his big fall from grace and if i'm like and i also have all like, the same I'm, stuff. I'm glenn yeah <laughs> so i do like funny you know that, that guy we hit? That is, I was just like, I love the bow and arrow vibe. Yeah, so that tight. is interesting though. In the future, you could do arcane archer. That's another fighter. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that, and they essentially that's have what hungry ba- Davis. And oh yeah. You could just do it, but it's almost like Battlemaster that they have all these different abilities, so you could play a really different arcane archer than yeah, hungry Dave. That Not to mention, cool. you wouldn't be using a frisbee. So already, <laughs> right. would you? I don't think like that highly of myself as a role player, but I think I could differentiate myself you from, from so. hungry Dave. You do. Yeah. You do. Are you sure? <laughs> Yeah, Are you sure? I, think, ah, I don't know because my character well they they have a they have a shot put instead of a right. frisbee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here comes Peckish Pete. <laughs> Peckish Pete. He's always a He's little, hungry. little hungry. He's a little hungry. I could eat. Yeah. Wow, that cobalt is a little hungry. <laughs> I love the idea of having like a sniper in our party. Yeah. Like someone that's like a little distanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like when, when I played Zerk, he kind of like hung back and like shot yeah. from a distance and like cast its bells. And it was very fun. It like, it's hard to get over the mental hump of being like, I am a coward and I'm back here. Yeah. But like the fact that, I mean, you'd be dealing like massive damage as a fighter just from a distance. Totally. It's something think- I like just learned with Nyak to like hide and run and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just get out of just there. Just stand there with a bow getting hit with a sword. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, I want you to think I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'll face you head on. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of Nyak, uh, 8-Bit Bruche writes, I absolutely adore the Trinavale and Bohemia mini arc. Oh. What are the chances of the triplets crossing over into Eldermore? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to think how that would even work. Yeah. Jens becomes a blade. Yeah. I guess oh we would God. probably just have to solve like some kind of horror. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like the funniest way to do it is just to like put you in like the Hexblood's place oh, and let yeah. you try and like salt, oh, stop like the murder of a king or something political. like that. Political. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Oh, God. That's really I funny. think they might die. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually, think so too. And, and rightfully so. Right. Yeah. Because um, it's like us in a fish village we can kind of like we can throw our weight around we can throw our weight around right because people are more trustworthy I feel like in Eldermorn people are not so trustworthy and Mm -hmm. we are not trustworthy as the triplets 
And so if anyone's on to us, they're just going to kill us. Oh, we also would have just been seduced by Moxora's promises and would have just joined her. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Oh. And for sure. <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. We would just be bad guys. <laughs> we would just be bad guys. <laughs> um, well, actually, Maxwell K has a Salt of the Murph question. Ah. Uh, they ask, do you think we'll ever return to Eldermorn even in a one shot or something? Ooh. So tr- uh. Trinavale triplets aside. Interesting. Does anything fr- about Eldermorn call yeah, to you? Yeah, I would, I would like to do something with Eldermorn. I'm not... I'm not sure what it's been like. I think we're into a nice groove right now with the schedule, and I think C3 is kind of here to stay for mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll have to see. We'll have to see where we're at after this is done. If we want to revisit it, what or... about a live show? Yeah, Ooh. we should do an Eldermore mm-hmm. live show yeah. at some I like point, that. especially in a place that we've been to a bunch of times. I like think if we went back to like the Wilbur in Boston, yeah. I think that's a way to do I it. I would love that. Really Elder like really advertise fun. a like Eldermore tour, yeah, and bust those characters out every once in a while right that would be fun off of the um trinaville triplets in eldermorn i was remembering we had a joke at a live show where hungry dave was like trying to he was trying to get like a gate spell so that he and his boys could go to halloween horror nights in eldermorn oh yeah i feel like that would be the angle is like (laughs) just a goofy like (laughs) yeah something like that where they're like it is like a haunted hayride but like in eldermorn some some kind of spooky it's yeah i guess the trinaville triplets are just they like to travel yeah Yeah. so they're they're tourists of something what would they be looking at in yeah. hey there nadpoles did you know that about 75 percent of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about truly even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control you might as well check out rocket money just to be sure rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings folks with rocket money you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses you can see all your subscriptions in one place so if there's anything you don't want rocket money will help you cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it's saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw that is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw thank you everybody Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash Thank you, everybody. Okay, let's ask another 
Crew Query Trey K writes, this question is sort of a 50-50, but if you could have any D&D creature as a pet, what would it be, including Great. pets from the campaigns, of course? Mm. Um, can I just say one that's not a D&D? <laughs> sure. Um, the little squirrel and Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That squirrel's really cute. <laughs> I don't know if it's a squirrel. It's what just was a little it? Yeah, character. what was the name of it? Ooh. I can't it's remember. Something, it's, it's, it's called something squirrel, right? It's like, I don't remember. I don't know. It's I, like a flying squirrel kind I watched of thing, right? it on my but it's really iPad cute. Yeah. in bed when we were on tour one time, and I was like, this is the cutest creature I've ever seen M tapped life. me to show it to me. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was really, she was literally like jet lagged and stuff. So she was just like out of it, but literally just like really solemnly told me that it was the cutest thing she'd ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) That movie rips for like multiple reasons. Like it it gets you right up top with that flying squirrel. And then there's like the big Mm. bugs. Mm. And then she's on a cool glider. And then the yeah. 80s soundtrack is just written all sorts amazing. of synth. It's yeah. fantastic. I think it's Joe Hisaishi, I think. Yeah, but cool. I got, yeah, I have so a, non, a non-D&D answer to it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. sorry. Airbud, I think. So Airbud. Yeah. Wow. So you can play basketball. Because, like, I mean, Airbud... Airbud played, I think it was high school basketball. Yeah, but like was very very good. Yeah, you could see Airbud going D one, mm-hmm. being the the sixth man money. on a bench in the NBA. Yeah. I'm trying to get make cash off. You my think? Yeah, exactly. what I'm saying. <laughs> you think? You think Airbud could make the NBA? Yeah, because you guys heard of, have you heard of a cash cow? This uh-huh. is a, yeah. a cash dog. It's a cash dog. This is a cash grab with my I cash dog. I just dogs. think the dog lifespan isn't going to be great for like a full career. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, you think injury prone? <laughs> Super injury prone. Well, th- right. I think like the coaching track would open up. He's going to have to retire mm-hmm. when he's like six. It'd yeah. be so funny to do like a gritty Airbud reboot in the NBA with him like hard fouls. Yeah. <laughs> like dating someone gets a technical oh. yeah. <laughs> contract Sorry. negotiation where he, just, he eats it. Dude, you're, <laughs> dude, you're nine. You can't, be, throwing, you can't be a basketball Airbud's player anymore. getting into gambling and throwing matches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, you know what? I have another, I have a D&D character that would be such a cute pet. The mm-hmm. wildfire druids, little fire sprites. Oh. oh my goodness, I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love an owlbear. Just a big owlbear. A big, big guy. An actual big, big one. Yeah. Okay. Big guy. Big guy yeah. Oh, maybe a Beto for me. Uh, yeah, from Eldermore. Yeah, those, those were just the flies that ate shit. Yeah, they ate shit. Right. They were like cow flies. Cow flies that ate shit. <laughs> or shit, shat a lot. I don't remember if they eat shit. Right. I guess. I don't know. There's shit everywhere. I just remember that you guys were in a giant cavern <laughs> full of uh, beetle shit. <laughs> Going back to Ghibli, I think for me it would be a cat voiced by Phil Hartman. So. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Yeah, nice, very nice. Isn't that Gigi from That's Gigi. KT's Delivery Service? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh goodness. yeah, I forgot that Gigi talked. That's goodness. right. All right, we got a question for Salt of the Murph from Carly C. Super interested to see what is coming up in C three, especially now that we've gotten a glimpse at what's going on in the astral plane. Mm-hmm. Did you all, Murph especially, know coming in that something so big was happening out there ahead of time, or has that more so formed with the adaptation of bringing Hard One into the campaign storyline? I think I needed to tighten it up a little bit once we were bringing Hard One in because mm-hmm. then we'd actually had to actually like run scenes there and stuff like that. However, I did have the idea that the big thing that Gladeholm was dealing with was gods fighting each other. 
So uh-huh. like that loose idea of there being like a essentially a mm. a space council of the greatest minds of Bohemia fighting these gods that are going from plane to plane trying yeah. to steal each other's divine hearts. Mm-hmm. That idea was there pretty much from the beginning. God, what a tasty dangle that is. Just yeah. like seeing that, like that plump wiener on the hook. Just like <laughs> waiting for really, that, that wiener is a really a tasty plump dangle. Wiener on a hook. <laughs> oh, a plump wiener on a hook. That's a tasty dangle. That's a tasty dangle, my friend. That's a tasty dangle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm swimming up. <laughs> this fishy be hungry. <laughs> All right, here's a crew query. Dina S. asks, y'all kind of jokingly referenced how hard one saw Bev and Saul and Moonshine and Callie with the most recent ep. Do you actually find it hard to avoid falling in the same dynamics that y'all had in the two crew? I personally do not. Yeah, I don't really think that I feel that. I don't know that I really think about it too hard. Mm-hmm. I think I just try and focus on having fun. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think that, I don't think I'm feeling that. It's less honestly about like the band of boobs versus duck team and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I mm-hmm. think there are natural ways that people play though that you do. Yeah. You, that happens no matter what. Right. Whether you're I think Calder there's like, or hard one or anything. There's, co- there's comedy and jokes and things that I find funny. Yeah. And it's kind of just going to bleed into all my characters. Yeah. You're, every character that Jake plays is going to be half Jake just yeah. like every character I play is going to be half me right and yeah I feel like interacting with people I'm always thinking of their character not thinking of like an old character or the yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's just not in my mind yeah I think I approach it more just like having fun at the table with my friends yeah 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 the rather overlaps. than like I am cultivating a certain type of you know right I totally think- the overlaps are like unavoidable just because we are who we are. But like, yeah, it's true. I, I don't even think about it really. Yeah. I've been really enjoyed having hard one around. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you're like, it's just like such a piece of shit sometimes. <laughs> so just and it laugh. makes me laugh so hard. It's really nice too because like, I feel like I played Calliope to be a piece of shit. And mm-hmm. it's really nice to have someone else to be a piece of shit with. Yeah. It's all, I mean, <laughs> just like, like only piece of shit. It's, I think, I guess it's like a blessing. I wouldn't even say it's a curse, I, but I think like hard one, I've established him to the point where like, I can always identify the dumbest choice in any situation. Yeah. And then once I do, I'm like, of course that's what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just always is going to do something <laughs> like that. He's so fucking prone to put his foot in his mouth and trip over his own feet. Yeah. Or like, be fucking shallow and dumb. Yeah. yeah it's it's great. There's like a sweetness to Calder uh, that like differentiates Calder from Hard One. He's and high is, intelligence. Yeah. yeah. yeah, there it is. yeah. <laughs> he knows better. Yeah. He kind of knows better. Okay, I tell you what, we're planning on talking non-campaign questions over on the short rest feed on Patreon. Okay. But I'm going to I'm going to offer a little teaser here. Mm. Um, Ooh. non-campaign. Are you, are you giving us a plump wiener <laughs> yes. on a hook? Can, I'm just trying to I'm just trying wiener. to give you guys a tasty dangle. <laughs> a tasty dangle for folks to check out Patreon. I can jiggle this tasty guys, dangle. These are going to be non-campaign questions unlike <laughs> the one that Caldwell got about hoofs counting. <laughs> yes, all oh, right. Oh, well, that was D and D related. That was D related. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Oh, because we talked about it on a live. We show, talked about a live show yeah. and horses exist and, in D and D. And in C one, in C one, you brought up uh, uh, chickens counting. Chickens uh, counting. Yeah, really? okay. yeah. It was. So it was a because campaign. Because they peck. Yeah. It was a campaign question for that yeah. reason. Also, if you have a question about like why I say something that I say, it's because I saw it in a cartoon and then forgot about it because it happened twenty <laughs> right. years ago, and it's just like and then presented it like you read it in a science book. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw. 
saw it in a cartoon and then pretended I learned it at college. (laughs) I can't remember what he read in a zoo book and what he saw in Looney Tunes. I'm a liar and a fool. (laughs) And so are you for believing anything I've said up until the way. Well, let's let's just ground ourselves in reality for a second. Because Flando M uh, has a question for Murph. If you were going to build the Flintstones as (laughs) D&D characters... Please gone. Hold on, let's finish. Let's finish finish the question. Let's finish the question. Four weeks off. Do people at the do people in the main feed know the Flintstones bit? I'm honestly not sure. I'm not sure either. Five to six weeks off. I need to We did I think it came up maybe, but on a main feed episode, but then we went way into it on the Just in case explain what happened with the Flintstones. In a DD court when Beardsley was here, right? In the DD court with Beardsley, it might have just been on the Patreon, Emily. He's just looking down. She leaned away from the mic. No somehow, chance she speaks. Somehow, somehow she's on vacation. checked she's out. just looking down. <laughs> somehow we got into talking about the Flintstones. And then we were talking about Barney Rubble's height. Oh, and we yeah. got into a huge argument about how big or small Barney, Barney Rubble was. Right. And then I talked about how when I was a kid, I would make Fred Flintstone costumes <laughs> by cutting up pillowcases and then wearing them uh-huh. for some fun, some around, fun the around the house. Uh-huh. And we talked about the Flintstones <laughs> for so done. much that She's Emily done. would keep saying that she needed weeks. Hey guys, can you approve Emily's personal time yeah, off? She's she not on Nino. I think she's not going to speak. She's she's, a, she's abstaining. Well, she's left okay. the room. This is a it's a protest. Okay. What is the Flintstones question now that we have some context? What would their class? Also, we should say that we were wondering why it was a white pillowcase, and then we found out it was from the Flintstones Go to Vegas or no, something. No, it was from so, the movie. Okay, yeah. so we no, found God, this out after. Mind. Essentially, yeah. so we thought it was the Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas. Viva Rock uh-huh. Vegas. But it was actually when Fred gets a promotion from Mr. Slate in yes. the first movie, he starts wearing a fancy a white, um, a white. A caveman fancy skin. Suit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. So that's the answer. So that's solved. Okay. <laughs> Emily Emily's out. So mad. She's out. She's, she's on a flight to Vail. She right hasn't now. blinked. <laughs> she's just looking down. My brain retains so little. And for you to put this information about the Flintstones in there, shoving out something mm. that I undoubtedly read that was awesome. Really interesting, Emily, for sure. join me. Join me. Make the Flintstones part of your personal history. No, no. <laughs> well, well, Flanto just wants to know what would their classes and subclasses be. Okay. And, okay. and, pl- okay. and please do a, a full level 1 through 20. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Bam 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 clearly barbarian. Easily, yeah. Okay, clearly barbarian. Uh Super strong. Pebbles maybe druid because she has a relationship with Dino. She can speak. She can also speak to the Great Kazoo. Oh right, there was the alien. <laughs> the there alien. Was the alien. What would Kazoo right. be? So, so, the okay. Great Kazoo was in several so, cartoons, right? Would, okay, so the Great Kazoo, the Great Kazoo can speak to Pebbles, right? So Pebbles kind of has like, like, uh, oh maybe like a like a warlock like a connection. Yeah. Oh, warlock, the patron mm-hmm. is the Great Kazoo. That checks out. Like an otherworldly patron. Yeah, aberrant mind. That adds up. Like aberrant mind. <laughs> Warlock for this baby is uh is is um Pebbles Pebbles Great. of course. And um, then, what about Fred? Let's start simple. Fred. Okay, so he's mad. Mm-hmm. He's 
Wilma! Yeah, that's kind of also barbarian. He's going into (laughs) Uh a rage, right? What you would think. He's mad at his wife? Yeah, because he gets locked out. This is a huge red flag that you guys just said. (laughs) That you guys just said, Fred, well, he's mad. He's always like, Wilma! He's a barbarian. He's frustrated. (laughs) He's locked out. I guess guess in retrospect... I don't think he's mad at Wilma. I think he's like mad at the world and Wilma is his only comfort. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. he's not blaming her. He's asking for her. Wilma to open up because I think I believe in the intro I believe Dino the the, (laughs) the dinosaur is responsible for closing the door on Fred oh yeah yeah well here's the thing he's like uh, he puts out the saber tooth tiger uh, oh right they have a second pet the saber tooth tiger yeah. Does right. anyone? Uh, I know one of them drives a car or something. Would any of them be a cavalier fighter? Interesting. <laughs> she's okay. back in. She's, she's back, back in. in. Let's, she's let's, in. Let's let's right. let's work with this. Let's work with <laughs> this. Let's run with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ready? Everyone just repositioned. We repositioned because we're trying to win over. And now I need to add another week to my personal time off. <laughs> okay. So on the vacation. intention alone. Fred does have. Emily's Dino. doing a silent retreat in Big Sur. Fred. Fred could be a Beastmaster <gasps> Ranger and just kind of one with bad stats. Oh, and he works on the Bronto operator. He, he works <gasps> on the Brontosaurus. He does. He works on the Brontosaurus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beastmaster. At Mr. Slate's um, like mining quarry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they work in a quarry. Right. Well, because everything is made out of they stones. Rock, so everything's stones. Made yeah, everything's made sure. out of rocks, for sure. So maybe he's maybe he's multi-classed oh, barbarian because he's got the rage. Right. And he's min-maxed for sure. And he's, <laughs> I think he's not min-maxed. Oh, he's maxed min. He's got, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's max-mined. So he's got bad stats. Stats. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think Fred's got bad stats, but he's a Beastmaster Ranger with uh-huh. a, Barney's dip, barbarian. a dip in a barbarian. Mm-hmm. Barney's too nice to be yeah. a, a barbarian. Barney might just be an NPC. <laughs> Barney's Barney's just got plus everything. Yeah, because he's not that he's charismatic. He's not. Oh, they do have a sidekick in yeah. the um, Natasha's. Uh, I think they yeah. introduce sidekicks. So Barney's a sidekick. Barney's a sidekick mm-hmm. for okay. sure. Okay. All right. Uh, sweet. Yeah. Does it feel like we got there, or do you want to keep on going? I feel like we got there. I feel like we got there. Uh Emily, do you want to keep on going? Did they do all the Flintstone characters? I need seven weeks off. (laughs) Amazing. That's amazing. I just don't know if we can approve that. I'm going over the numbers. I think we can. I think think she's earned it. Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay, let's round this out with one, uh, I I think, really sweet question. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Trevor N. asks... What do you all hope is happening in another five years of NADPOD? We've recently Whoa. had our five, our five oh year anniversary. Honestly, I really hope that we're just playing in another campaign that Murph has dreamed up and that it's like something that you've wanted to do forever. Oh, thank you. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I hope we're all, I, I just hope, I hope we're all playing we're, together. We're doing the same. I that? hope we're all traveling together. Yeah. Like doing just more shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what the goals are show-wise and everything, but this like big Australia I think Australia we're living the goal, baby. Yeah. We're living the goal. We're living it's, the goal right tr- now. Yeah, it's true. It's like, it's, yeah. for me, it's just more of the same. Just keep yeah. going, I, I feel yeah. like, mm-hmm. and, and I like going back to these places. Like the first time we went to London, we did the Leicester Square Theater. And then the mm-hmm. next time we did a bigger theater, and I want to yeah. like just keep. I want to keep yeah. on visiting and hanging out with fans. I think yeah. that's great. Yeah, we talked about it earlier, but like just 
sitting at the table and being surprised uh, by Murph yeah. dropping some sort of crazy narrative reveal or uh, Jake or Emily doing something unexpected and super fun. It's just, it's the highlight of my week and it has remained that way for five years. So yeah. I'm excited for more surprises. Yeah. Uh, here. You're here, guys. You're here. Super fun five years. Great five, five years. Five more years. Yeah. To five more years. To five, to five more, more years. years. And a Cheers. level 20 Flintstones campaign. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole, t- we didn't talk about this this whole time, me and Caldwell have been drinking um, Sonic oh, energy yeah. drinks. I can't believe you guys didn't remember that. Just, <laughs> from the start. How you feeling, man? I feel fine because we were ta- we, we've had a, a day of recording, oh. and me and I was like, I think I might need to run out and grab a Red Bull or something. But I was like, I think stowed away in our garage, we have a Sonic energy drink. If you want to split one, yeah, it is peach <laughs> ring flavored. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, Ooh, it's, 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 it's making good. my heart go fast. That's yeah. good. That's what you want. Yeah, making my heart. Yeah, making my heart go fast. <laughs> I'm talking Hedge, to a mic. Hedgehogs know how to count because they just count the quills on their back. Yes, mm-hmm. that oh. makes sense. That actually adds up. Yeah, that adds that's up. how I learned how to count: counting the hairs on my head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's easier because you get more like from when you're a baby. So yeah, like, it's true. You grow starts, you only have a few, and right. then you figure it out. And that's why you can count. Mm-hmm. To you can a small count to number like when you're a baby. Twenty or thirty yeah. when yeah. you're like when you're an infant. When like a month old. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can count to like you know high teens. Uh huh. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, my daughter. Sure. And now a... I can count to like forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you do you have, have, you have forty. You have forty really thick hairs. Really, you have really thick forty hairs. I will say, here's here's something that maybe is in the short term that is a cool goal. Mm. I would love to do more live D and D court. Oh yeah, yeah. Me too. that was so fun. And it, I, if you heard it, was that was that in the main feed? We or was it just it, a mix? I think bag? it was just a mix. Just bag. a mix bag. So if you haven't heard that, it was super fun. And also, we got people from. The actual audience to send it yeah. to send us only cases took questions beforehand. from people who were there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we got to so like fun. yell out. So we to got people. to be like, okay, what? Like, did this happen? Like, so all the time when we're speculating, well, we don't really know. Maybe it was like this. Maybe it was like this. Instead, we had the audience there, so we could be like, "Did this happen?" And they would be like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> you're, like, you're you're not allowed to defend yourself, but you can answer, but you our, can questions. answer our questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just super. It was super funny, and also that's a really a, good every call. live show we do is an absolute blast. But yeah. since we changed them up so much, running the live shows with travel and everything ends Very up hard. being like a ton of work, and yeah. it becomes hard to like spend really any time in the city. So to do like D and D courts and stuff, it's like. Takes a little bit off my plate, but not only that, but like getting to have like the give and take with the audience and everything. Yeah. And to have just that like uh, loose energy and yeah, everything it was super, was super fun. fun. I, and I, I was sworn to, in. I, would love to I was more. sworn in and I was able to practice in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Practice in Boston. I think you lost it though. I did. What did you do to lose it? I I don't really I think you just remember. dared to mention it in front yeah. of Yeah. I think I just I think I brought it up at the end of the day. I think I reminded you guys. Oh yeah, we just plucked it from you one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize it could be taken away so, uh-huh. so and that's, uh, let that be a lesson it's gonna feel really good though to get in another yeah. city wow I we also really and then like it's gonna feel really good yeah. to take it away to be again. able to practice in denver would be a joy yeah. <laughs> i'd love to exert my influence in colorado <laughs> i can't wait to dangle that tasty little treat for mm, you wow. yes i want a tasty dangle on the road uh sweet and with that i think we'll go ahead and wrap this one up yeah. uh we will be answering more questions uh more kind of uh you know questions like this more like uh personal ones and mm-hmm. uh uh, just ones about um, maybe the show as a whole and stuff. Yeah, and that's less correct. Like, less like campaign or D and D. I think focused. half of them are Flintstones questions. Yeah, right? mostly right, Flintstones. Mostly Flintstone based. Two months is what I need. <laughs> <laughs> Two months. We're just losing Axford. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> uh, sweet. So head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. We Don't do are, it. We <laughs> are the... <laughs> Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? I think you got to follow Nadpot on social so so you can hear the live tour yes. announcements. Uh-huh. Yes. Check yes. that out. There's and every lots of once fun in a while, coming. every once in a while, I'm on there retweeting fan art I like. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. So check it out. Check us out on social media that we do use. Socialmedia.com. Yeah. Yes. Nadpod uses social media even though we specifically uh-huh. don't very much. Mm-hmm. I retain the right to someday rejoin. Yeah. That uh-huh. being yeah. said, you can follow us. Yeah. Though we may or may not use it, yes. at chmurfsme, at Caldy's Caldwell, at Axford's Emily, and at Jake Rhodes Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD, that's N-E-D-D-P-O-D. We, we are, we are, the youth of a nation. We are, we are, the youth of a nation. Folks, the end of our show has arrived, which means it's time for me to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders, Let's get right down to it. Brad D, Jeffrey S, Hugh C, Later McSkater, Matt M, Cutter W, Feared Owl, Daniel G, Dungeon Mama, parentheses, okay, maybe a little bit sexual, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P, Vincent W, Victor T, aka Balnor's Boy, Hoyd's Friend, Justin I, Regnar Ferdwind, TJM, Trelay, The Cray, Christopher B, Damiel R, Jordan L, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Murph refusing to objectify the orange fairy in the top hat, Princess Yar, Michael L, Jack L, Sam L, Nicholas C, star of every film ever made in Bohemia, currently starring in the film adaptation of Ulfgar Ghost Punch. Don't know how they're going to adapt that, but I'm going to see it anyway. Samuel B, Mike H, Alka Smeltzer Plus, Great Value Jimma, Adam G, Tyler F, Panama James, Andrew the Druid, Heradrian, Rex Thaniel, The White, Captain Sigil, Diana De Los Lopez, CC Lulu, Timmy R, Lucas B, Reiko, It's Kevin, Calder Will Come Cold Again, Winter Is Coming, hashtag CCC Forever, shout out to my fairy followers, Calder Stan, stay strong, Taylor B, The Vengeful One-Winged Angel, Cass, Skateboard Cass, Captain of the Stevens, Stephen Cole, Mike K, Lady Taco, Joy T, Nara, Jake L, Nick W, Esme M, Foster the Boneless Duck, handing Emily Axford a Nobel Peace Prize in Magical Physics, well-deserved, William W, Aaron the Asshole Ranger, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Riot Ryan, Hungry Dave's Frisbee Golf Bud, when are we hitting the course, man? Onanorama, Percival Frederickstein von Musel Klasowski de Rollo III, Item the Simple Dimples, J. Dragonborn, Vincent Cocooned in Spider Jizz, D. Happens to the best of us. The Sandrian, Ben A., Feldonis, Dave H., Catherine S., David K., Christian S., Dustin S., Connor F., Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant, Izzy F., DPC is awesome, Summer Rose, a.k.a. Grant Hare. Marky Mark, the Marvelous Mining Engineer, Cat C, Kel Slay, Misa of House in Zunza, Ariel, the Occasional Mermaid, Ah, 
Selena N, aka Velociraptor. B, Perky, Always. Pat L, Savexel. Achutha A, Lauren H, Talia, Ryan S, The Bone Duster. Robot Crisps, Ball Business Illustrator, Insert Request. Ooh, um, I would love a picture of Saul uh, in full Weatherman costume. If you could, thank you very much. Ploops, Carly A, Addie K, Connor S, Christopher J, Pebblepot. To the Do-Riders, my first, ah, never mind, we died. I'm a turtle now. Salil, Jack M, Leviathan, Biocourt 7, Amber Dextrous, Sullivan H, Trub Hopdropper, Sydney Tatum, Jack Hubert, Crabster Champion of Crod, Scuttling Sideways Towards Tomorrow. Fanderay, She-Wolf of Winter, Queen of the Bone Perch, Lady of War. Lindsay W, Juicy Kiwi, Valen, Carlin C, Emily S, Harry Cox, Noah, the bagel of all things, James G, Everything Bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger, Stripey, Dandy, Eric B, Marcos P, Court, hopes you're having an amazing day, Learns, the Balanced Druid, Dakota James P, Frida M, Pagos, betrothed, self-proclaimed Fay Prince, Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Andy E, Holly Hyena, Kristen Z, Leia C, Paige H, May B, Pixel Stars, Akash T, Kristen Whitake, Cal, just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, yes, the whole thing, yes, every time, Monster Hunter Neos, the Spirit of Simon, Psyched he got a message to Meg and hopes the hero she delivers to knows he's good for the delivery charge. Keychains, Pentium 2 processor. Lorelai the succubus and Kyra, her busty queen. Your friendly neighborhood Yant and Yunkle, Andrew and Sid. John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg the mail carrier of Bohemia requesting his signature on a revivify letter addressed to Simon. He said that you would sign for it hard one. I'm going to hand the package over to him now. Thank you. James F. M4L. Wayfarer has now settled into their new life in the Fey realm as a florist. What could go wrong? Andrew B. Barpo Goodbarrel, Barbarian and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep. Mary Beth C. Malora Devotee. Welshlander. Garrett G, aka One Big Curd. Mr. D, Dana the Daisy. Sean J, Ethan B, Renee the Monster Captain. Gabriel W, Rinkerbell. Hope Stagger, the only dagger of hope. Olivia, the enchanting bard who will totally be directing an even cooler puppet show for the duck team. It's a good thing Calder is gone for that. Winter Slade, Michaela R, Forest H, aka Life is Like a Box of Martha Togold's Sticky Buns. Yum, I can attest. Riley S, Fico, Angry Wheat, Ya Boy Anthony, who moved positions and can't listen to podcasts at work anymore. Josh H, Jack R, Mango Empanadas. Trogdor, the Burninator, Clementine T. This message has been brought to you by fairies in support of hashtag CCC. Alex R., Bunker Master and Player Disaster. Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie wearing barbarian. MJ, the BFG, drinking tea by the sea. Dogs of Babel. Calvius, Silverfang. Gino T., Mama Bell. 
the Silver Serpent herself, Funir, Dr. Tolkis, Bow Chicka Wow Wow, Derek D, Tristan G, Dungeon Bailiff Tucker. That's right, Jake. First your wife, now your job. Jazzman and fam, the surgeons behind Pendergreen's juicy new ass. Alex K, Joshua P, Joshua P S, Martin Tran, Alexande, Linz W, Mandy K, Emma S, Red, the Reforged, Warforged, James, Mr. Craft, Hammy, Beverly's distant cousin, hiya cuz, Dragon Knight 86, the Godly King, Hard One's Hot Hump Gunk, hmm, well done, Zedgoff, the Raven King who personally knew Kaka, Hurricane Dave, the bellowing bullywog bard of Bohemia, Evan Smith, Jake Sanchez, look guys, I'm on Spotify, sort of. And of course, Breton S. Whew, that is all of our elders. Thank you all so, so much for listening. If you would like to join their illustrious number and sit beside them on the council, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's going to be it for us this week, but we will see you next time with another ep. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>